This is Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in trucking, in the trades, and every profession. We want to help all women. We tackle all kinds of topics and work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelley and... I'm Kathy. No topic is taboo on our rig. We tackle all kinds of issues, and we like to feature experts and celebrities who can empower and inspire women. So many people suffer from chronic pain, stress, fear, and anxiety today. Many people feel like they're floundering through life. Peggy Sealfon is a personal development coach who specializes in integrative relaxation, yoga, quantum breath meditation, and neuro-linguistic programming and reconnective healing. She's the author of the best-selling book, Escape from Anxiety, Supercharge Your Life with Powerful Strategies from A to Z. She's also the co-author of The Change, Insights into Self-Empowerment. She's a podcaster of Talk About Healthy Living and a health and wellness expert at MyLifeWell.com. Peggy teaches people how to supercharge their lives and kickstart happier, healthier lifestyles. We thought our listeners could benefit from her perspectives and insight, so we asked her to be on the show. Welcome, Peggy. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Shelley. And hi, Kathy. I'm delighted to be here with you both. Hi, welcome. We are definitely delighted to have you. And I thought what we could do is maybe you start telling us a little bit more about yourself and how all of this got started. <laughs> okay, how long do we have now? Just <laughs> So I actually started out in New York City, which is a very stressful place to live and try to thrive. And I was a journalist writing actually for the New York Times and Newsweek International and all sorts of publications. And my life was so full of deadlines and stress and just surviving in New York City. And so I was having a lot of issues with just the stress and anxiety that I was dealing with. And I used to actually ride a motorcycle around New York City. That was my way of oh. commuting. So I could avoid subways, okay. not a big truck, not a big rig, Kathy, but a motorcycle. And um, so I literally at times would crash and burn. I mean, it was mm. just times when I couldn't cope. So for my own survival, I started researching and studying with different masters in how to develop better coping skills. And that's really what started me on this path. My first mentor was really a world-renowned yogi master and really taught me how to connect to a place of just being where you let go of the fear and you're really present in the moment. And it was very empowering. And so that's a lot of what I've incorporated. So in my work, I've really blended ancient wisdom teachings and modern science and technology. So it's really a combination and hopefully resonates with whoever needs it. What a transition from journalism. And I can see why you would do it, though, because New York City in and of itself is super stressful. But so is journalism. The news world is on 24-7 and you're meeting those deadlines if they want it yesterday. I could see why you would seek something to maybe what grasp some sanity. Well, I had to literally or I was going to perish. I mean, I just I was I was going to kill myself somewhere along the line because I wasn't able to really function with those highs and lows. I had such extremes and a lot of us deal with those fears and anxieties. And unfortunately, many, especially in the world we live in today, don't have coping skills. And so it actually causes illnesses for people because when you're not managing that stress, it actually turns into blockages in your body that mm -hmm. your body stops functioning properly and mm -hmm. you get sick or you have terrible aches and pains or your body breaks down in some way or you just can't think clearly, you get brain fog. 
So it's really important to be aware that there are solutions, no matter what you're facing, whether it's a health issue, whether it's a life purpose issue, whether it's a relationship issue, there are ways of navigating through it without the struggles and the pain. Some pain, maybe a little bit, but in the end of the day, there are ways to just simplify and make it easier for yourself. I think you've been a really driven person. I'm looking at your credentials here. You ran an advertising agency (laughs) with a cell phone and a laptop as you traveled 15,000 miles, reaching the farthest point to the west coast of Victoria Island. You also rode a motorcycle across the entire U.S. and Canada twice. Uh, That's amazing. Um, I did. (laughs) Guilty as charged. Navigating New York City in a motorcycle, that's got to be a a challenge. (laughs) Yep, I was hit by taxi cabs and, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it just, I, I have to say, I am a bit of an adventurer. I want to experience life. So I just go for the gusto. I go out there and I do what I feel I'm capable of doing and that my curiosity takes me to do. And the cross country motorcycle trips, the first one I did when I graduated college, and I just took two months before I started working and just traveled all across the United States. And I have to say, as truckers, many of you, I'm sure, who are listening are already aware of how extraordinary this country is when you travel across it. Mm -hmm. And doing it on a motorcycle and just kind of being in the elements makes it even that much more palpable. And then meeting the people that you meet along the way, it's extraordinary. It really opens your eyes to just the beauty and also the humanity. And it's... uh, you know, so sad right now that we have so many conflicts going on, when yes. if you really step back and look at who we are as human beings and individuals and what we each want in our lives, there's reason to support one another and to listen to one another and to let go of those fears and those conflicts. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Now, when you went across country, did you do this by yourself on a motorcycle? No, actually, um, I, both times I did it with a boyfriend and, um, but we had no set plan. That was the other thing. It was just sort of meandering and knowing that we wanted to cross on the Northern part of the country and return on the Southern part of the country. But other than that, we really didn't know where we were going and we meandered up to, I mean, the Canadian trails are incredible. And the Canadian Rockies were just absolutely breathtaking and just extraordinary sights and scenes. And like I said, people that you connect Mm -hmm. with and um, just things that you see. And actually the second time I did it, um, it was really just about a dozen years ago. And I was actually raising money at the time for the American Cancer Society. And so had a sign on the back of the motorcycle that basically said what the intention was. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, there was a man in Canada that we came across in this little teeny town. And um, I mean, he didn't look like he had two nickels to rub together. And he saw that we were raising money for cancer. And he literally pulled all of the change that he had in his pocket and gave it to us because he had just lost his wife to cancer and he wanted to help the cause. And I mean, we collected thousands of dollars, but that $3.34 that he gave us touched us so deeply, so much more than anything else we received. I mean, it was just incredible. So it's just those human stories and the fact, again, that we really are all connected in our humanness and the ways that we can communicate with one another. And that was just so profound, really amazing. Can I share a story that just reminded me of something I haven't thought in in a long time? Sure. Um, that uh, I was homeless for a while. And right before I was uh, homeless, I was just, I was at the end of losing my, my nursing career. I had no more money. I was drunk. I was drinking and just all this stuff. And I, I literally only had a dollar left to my name and it was Christmas day and it was snowing and I was walking and I was, uh, the homeless man asked me for, for money. And I said, you know what? I said, buddy, this is the last dollar I have. I said, you may as well have it. I mean, like, what am I going to do with a dollar? Like, really, right? So I gave it to him. I said, you probably need it more than me. And I started walking away. And, and I was really, you know, just depressed beyond depressed. And so he, he, 
I, as I'm walking away, he's, he yells out and he said, well, I can't take your last dollar. You keep it here. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and just the genuine concern from this homeless man that I was going through maybe what he's, he, he's experiencing and he, he couldn't take my money. <laughs> but what an extraordinary gesture for you to make. Yes. To take your very last dollar and and offer it to this man. I mean, that that really speaks volumes about you. It really does. Oh, well, I, yeah. I was I was beyond like, what, what's a dollar going to do? And I actually said, you know what? You probably need it more than I do. It's, it's, it's whatever. And he wouldn't take it. He gave it back. He chased wow. me down. <laughs> wow. So sorry. I got sidetracked. I, I haven't thought about that story forever since you actually told since you brought it up. But you know, no, that's Kathy, an amazing story. It really is. That's yeah. very touching. You struck a chord inside him, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, because yeah. he he just he couldn't do it. And he, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe who knows where that that's going to lead him. Like my yes. toothless Joe moment was enough's enough. So maybe that was his that, hey, you know, there's more to life than than what I'm living. And maybe he yeah. changed. You don't know where yeah. their stories are going to go. But it clearly it affected him. So <laughs> That's the so, first time you, you give money to a homeless person and they, they couldn't take it because and they, they give it back. Right. Oh, my God. So, I'll put that in my movie. I forgot about that. So, Peggy, <laughs> what kind of stories do your clients tell you? I'm sure that you hear all kinds of things and you help them in so many different ways, which I, I want to unpack because you've got so many different credentials here. And I'm not exactly sure what everything does, but, uh, <laughs> well, but it, you know, obviously it's effective. Well, it, it is. And it's really, I mean, I've compiled a lot of my trainings into a program that I call Mastering Your Mind and Mastering Your Body, because it really boils down to awareness about what your needs are mentally, physically, emotionally, and being aware, and then addressing things that are kind of out of balance. So, I mean, I've worked with people who are, uh, you know, corporate CEOs that are really struggling with insubordination of their staff. And so they need guidance for themselves on how to really be re-empowered and, and how to manage that situation. I've worked with people who've dealt with a lot of health issues, cancer, um, depression, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, so it really runs the gamut as well as relationships. I've had a lot of situations, especially um, younger women like in their 30s uh, who really are struggling with relationships in the culture that we live in today. And so I help them tune into all of their personal gifts and That's the whole thing about so much of what we need to address as we face different challenges in our lives is who are we at the core? Too often we try to be something we're not because we were told a long time ago, well, you can't be that, you have to be this, or Mm -hmm. you'll never accomplish anything, you're not smart enough, or you're not you know, in the right place, or you just don't have the right background. Um, None of that is true. These are all myths that we take to heart and we believe, and then we show up that way. And that isn't who we are. So what I do is really connect my clients with themselves and empower them to really tune in to all that they are, but also how to take care of themselves so that they can be all that they are. Because too many people don't take care of themselves. Again, stress kind of shuts down the body and they're not aware of it. And so they just keep pushing and powering through the stress and that's even more depleting. And then they suffer even more because they end up with a lot of problems from that. Mm. So it's really starting with awareness and building an understanding of really who you are and what's in your heart. What are you really passionate about? And too many people say, well, I don't have time to even think about that. You know, I mean, I got to work. I got to, you know, put food on the table. But at the end of the day, when you really start recognizing the things that you are passionate about, we often um, kind of discard them because it's too easy to do those things that we love doing. So we think, well, I can't make a living at that, or I can't put my attention to that. And that's too easy. I have to struggle and work harder. Not true. 
if you really are doing work that you love, you never feel like you work a day in your life and the money just starts to flow. It becomes more effortless. So that's a lot of the trainings kind of in a in a nutshell of just really changing mindsets and really being more aware of what it is that you're challenged by and being able to look within yourself in a different way. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. People are, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience um, during that time where right before I ended up homeless, um, I the stress was so high in my life that I didn't even realize how stressed I was. I didn't realize <laughs> how close to burnout I actually was. We I've talked about this before um, in different um uh, you don't like I you, you've pushed yourself you, you know I mean life comes at you fast and there's things like left right and center and um you, you just try to push through and you, you know you're a survivor I'm tough and you know get back up and keep moving and I kept you know you need that paycheck and, and whatnot and I honestly didn't realize um how sick I was and I'm gonna say sick uh and mental health wise um, I didn't realize how sick I was until it happened, until I couldn't read my, my nursing patient list anymore until like up until then, I just knew that I was tired. So like, I didn't recognize any major signs. I just thought I was just tired. And so, here you're a nurse, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm a professional. I mean, right. <laughs> So, and I didn't, I honestly, I did not recognize any signs because I was so busy taking care of every, everybody else. All I knew is that I was tired. That's it. Until that moment where I couldn't read my patient list and then everything just came crashing down. And I knew in a second that that's it. I'm done. Right. <laughs> that I need to address this immediately. And but Kathy, that's it, the it, thing. It, huh? That is well, exactly yeah. what happens we, you know it's that powering through and not paying attention and that's yeah. the whole point of trying to prevent that level but of that's, adrenal that's burnout. what i'm trying to say yeah. how do you prevent it when you don't know what's happening mm, right that's true right, right? because so, like i was saying the stress level was so high that i didn't even realize how stressed i was until everything went to hell <laughs> Right. No, I hear it. I hear exactly what you're saying. And one of the things that I train people in is a very, very simple technique that I call a time out. And it's just a three minute experience where they close their eyes, focus inward and do some slow, deep breathing. And it mm -hmm. just literally calms the nervous system. So, you know, when you're stressed, you're releasing all these hormones that are activating that fight or flight response. And so when that occurs, your immune system is being shut down and non-essential functions, your digestion is shut down. So you can start seeing the impact of that when you start getting headaches, stomach aches, um, you know, just pains in parts of your body. Those are the beginnings of signals. And again, we tend to power through it, Kathy. That's exactly what I heard you do. You just mm -hmm. keep powering through because you had to, you had to keep working. You had to keep, you know, the, the, the patient load going. And the point is that if you just take a few minutes several times throughout the day to just take a break and take some slow, deep breaths. And I have a 
a, a free audio that I offer. And you can just go to three minutes to de-stress.com, download it, have it on your cell phone and do it a couple of times a day just to calm your nervous system. So you can tune back into this sort of neutral balanced place rather than this high level of stress where you're, you're just not even aware. And I'll tell you a quick story about a client who was um, dealing with very high levels of stress. And and I actually gave her a homework assignment that she had to do this three minute to de-stress every single day. And I would randomly call her every couple of days or three days and just check in to see, did she do it today? And so this one particular day that I called, she said, you know, I didn't really feel stressed today, so I wasn't going to do it, but I was afraid you might call. <laughs> so I, I went ahead and I did it. And she said, I can't believe how much better I felt after I did that. I didn't realize I was still carrying such stress. That's my point. You know, uh, we we are so conditioned, especially in the world we live in today, to just keep stressing out. Keep pushing through it all. But if you just pause, just chill for two, three minutes, and it doesn't even have to be a deep breathing, go ahead and take a walk, you know, just take a three, four minute walk and, and just clear your brain, clear your body of those stuck, stressed energies. And you'll be amazed. You become more productive. You start thinking more clearly. And so it's a training process. So it's really important that you actually practice this every single day and maybe just practice it first thing in the morning before you even start your day. So you set up with a mindset of, well, this feels really good. I feel really relaxed in this moment. And then you can kind of carry that through. So as you do start taking on more and more stress, you can hopefully interrupt it. And that's what I call this. I call it an interrupter. You just take this time out to interrupt those patterns, which literally get grooved in our bodies and minds, and they're not healthy for us. And they undermine our ability to really do what we want to do. So by just taking these few timeouts throughout the day, you can do so much more with so much less effort. So who wouldn't want that, right? I I would think this would be so important today. Uh, If you look, I've always been amazed with the teenagers and the children today, all the stuff they're doing and, you know, their parents are working and then taking them here and there. And it's just a frenetic, hectic schedule. These kids are being conditioned to keep going and going and going. We are probably going to even have more problems going forward in the next few decades with this kind of conditioning, don't you think? Well, we're already seeing that. I mean, I've worked with kids as young as eight years old who suffer anxiety. We see a lot of school kids dealing with stress and anxiety, and they're not functioning well. They're starting to act out and have behavioral problems. And it's it's already rampant. And a lot of it, I hate to put blame on parents, but a lot of the kids model parental behavior. So if you're all stressed out and pushing through and complaining about things and being negative and taking on too much, and you're modeling that for your kids. So they're seeing that's the way of life. And then that's how they start showing up. And it's not healthy for any of us. And again, we're we're undermining the potential of what we each have to do and what we're each capable of because we're shooting ourselves in the foot when we burn out and sure. have like what Kathy was talking about. And today we're always on. People go to bed with their cell phones, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <sighs> And that's not what we're designed to do. We're supposed to unplug. I mean, we were never, obviously, electronics. We weren't born with electronics connected to us. So uh, it can't be healthy. Well, and the other thing is we really do need quality sleep. And one of the things that I've learned through studying the neurosciences is, you know, using your cell phone in bed, there's a a light that comes out of your cell phone that actually stimulates your brain to think it's still daytime and has to still stay awake. So you're actually uh, having a counterproductive experience as far as really being ready for for quality sleep. So it's really recommended not to use 
any kind of digital devices a couple of hours before you go to bed. And if you absolutely have to, get some of those apps where you can change that blue light to a warm light, almost like a candlelight light. You can still see the screen, but it's Mm -hmm. not as stimulating so that you can get quality sleep. And the other thing is get that TV out of your bedroom. That should Mm -hmm. not be in your bedroom. The bedroom should be used for two things, sleep or sex. That's it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And not necessarily in that order. (laughs) Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, is building a positive image of trucking by telling the story of the hardworking drivers and industry professionals who support the industry. And you can be a part of it. Learn more about TMAF and how you can join and be a part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting TMAF's website at truckingmovesamerica.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our latest channel, TikTok. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So could you explain a little bit about what you do? You've got integrative relaxation. Of course, I understand yoga. Then there's quantum breath meditation and neuro-linguistic programming and reconnective healing. Could you kind of give us maybe the cliff notes on how all those things work? So they're all a little bit different. Some, again, are based on Eastern traditions um, that are, to some people, more esoteric. But the ancient yogis really knew what mind and body needed. And again, we need those pauses. We need those timeouts. We need time to meditate, like a quantum meditation, or just the three minutes to distress meditation is really helpful. Uh, And then I've trained in esoteric healing modalities like reconnective healing. So it's kind of hard to give you the cliff notes because it's really all about energy. So we are really just balls of energy. And you know, when you walk into a room, you can kind of feel the vibes of people in the room, right? And Mm -hmm. if somebody comes in who's like really negative, man, you just like steer clear of that person because you can feel that negative vibe, right? Mm -hmm. So we are energy in this bigger energetic realm. Um, And so there's the opportunity to heal ourselves by connecting to this quantum field, by stepping out of the stress, which is a very low vibration, stress, fear, worry, anxiety, these are all very low vibrations. And when we hold on to them, they get stuck in our bodies and they cause blockages. So when we release them through breathing out, meditation, just walking and getting an energetic shift in body and mind, we heal and we can enter a different level of our awareness, our consciousness, if you will. And that takes us to a place where biologically, mentally, we start working more optimally. So our bodies are an extraordinary design, but Again, we live in a society that has taught us to poison it with foods, to poison it with environmental influences, to not get enough sleep because who needs sleep when you got to work? You know, you got to work harder. So forget Mm -hmm. the sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we're, we're just, we're not giving our bodies what we need. And it's such a simple lifestyle change to just be able to accept that, wait, I I do need X amount of sleep. I do need to hydrate during the day. I need to eat healthier foods. When I eat sugar-laden foods, I get this blast of energy and then I crash and burn and get depressed. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of just very clear things that I teach people through all these different trainings that I've had so that they can really begin to develop mind-body fitness for life and live healthier, happier, and again, more productive, be more empowered. And it's simple things. It's lifestyle choices. But again, we get indoctrinated into doing things that really aren't very good for us. Sure. Well, I, it's, is it because of the competitive nature of human beings? They, they want to get ahead. You know, got to get ahead. Got to go. Got to go. 
I know when I was in college, I lived on ramen noodles, pot pies, caffeine, no dose. And I remember my mother saying, you're going to pay for that. You're burning the candle at both <laughs> ends. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember coming down with the flu. Oh, I thought I hit a brick wall. You know, not getting enough sleep. Got to go, got to go, got to go. And, <laughs> and of course, the, the, the logic when you're, what, 18 years old, 19 or something. I don't want to spend money on a a lot of expensive food, you, you, you got to look good, right? You know, all that kind of stupid stuff. No, yeah. but it's true. I mean, it, again, it's it's what we've learned. And I sure. think I'm seeing a shift. I hope we're seeing a shift. I mean, I work with other coaches all over the world, and I feel they're walking the walk and they're teaching their clients a lot of the same kinds of uh, tools and techniques to integrate in, in their lives. And it's not that difficult to do. It's just about mindfulness, starting to be aware of just making better choices. Mm -hmm. um, you know, instead of that candy bar, you know, have something healthier, have, you know, a, a handful of nuts or um, you know, have something that will really fuel your body instead of fooling your body. We give our body mm -hmm. such bad fuel, you know, and yeah. as a trucker, Kathy, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta have really premium if you want to really function well. Okay. So, you know, it's just all the uh, lifestyle choices that we have that we, again, learn from our parents or learn from friends. And, you know, if you're really having a lot of physical issues, you know, if you're running out of energy, again, if you're having headaches or a lot of indigestive kinds of experiences, those are signals that you need to pay attention to. And if it all your friends are eating badly and doing all these bad things, get new friends because they're influencing <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> Absolutely. That's well, very true. No, it's interesting. Jim Rohn, I, I did a book with Jim Britt and um, Jim Lutz, uh, the, the change book actually. And, mm -hmm. and Jim Britt and Jim Rohn were Tony Robbins' first mentors. And Jim Rohn used to say, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time around. So if you don't like how you're feeling or how, what you're doing, look around you and see who you're spending the most amount of time with. And you might want to change that. Interesting. That's so true. So what is it, uh, the, the old adage, birds of a feather flock together, um, you get out of that flock if you don't want to. Yeah. And we get addicted to certain yeah. kinds of behaviors. And yeah. again, when they don't serve us, but you, first you have to be aware that yeah. it's not serving you, you know, yeah. that something's not working here. Something's not right. I know there's a better way. And just begin to take small steps. And what I suggest is just experiment with some of these changes. I'm not saying walk out the door of your life right now and change everything. No, just take small little steps that allow you to start moving in a healthier direction that helps you feel better and helps you be able to do more. And that's why I love coaching and I love helping people find that path for themselves because when I lift someone else up and I show them a way that they can be better, guess what? They touch a zillion people in their lives that helps lift them up. So I benefit in the end as everyone is uplifted and contributing better to our society. So I just feel it's a win-win when we really pay attention to these things. Wouldn't it be you nice know Oh, go ahead, Kathy. I was going to say in saying that, you know, how um, how when people change, um, it's automatically affects everybody um, in like it, it. I'll give it a good example. Truckers we, here at work, we're in a mine, we're a very set routine and people fall into that routine, um, whether it's diet, lack of exercise, you're tired, 10,000 excuses. Well, a couple of years ago, I couldn't um, I started becoming a highly, highly uh, allergic to gluten. And so, I mean, wow. I, I end up in the hospital every single time. And so I had to change my whole lifestyle. And in doing so, that one thing, because I get so sick, well, I'm the only one at work that this happens to. And I work with 170 people, not to mention all the other, other people. So at least about five to 600 people at any given day around me, you know, in different spots and stuff. And so, but by the fact that I've had to completely change my diet and now I'm vegan and, you know, I'm just kind of you know, really paying attention. Well, I'm the only one, this whole gluten thing is, well, I have like, say I'll pull up in my truck to the, where the, where they fill up for fuel. 
And these these men are they're in their sixties and they're they're old guys, you know, old school guys. Well, the one guy because I'm always bringing them treats and stuff. The one guy, he, because they know about my gluten thing, he was so happy. His face was shining because he found me something that I could eat that uh-huh. didn't have gluten. And he said, "I'm 62 years old and I've never read a label in my life, but I'll do it for you. Look, you can eat this, Kathy." <laughs> Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, that is really awesome. Look at that influence you had on him. Yeah, so now people like a girl in the locker room because um, of my uh, my dietary issues and because I have to look at every every single thing, she says, You know, Kathy, I started doing the same thing, and now I everything I do is gluten free, and I feel so much better. And and so, every there's I, I would say a good Three quarters of my my coworkers are so conscious about my diet that they're they're paying attention to it almost more than I am, right? But it affects them in a good way because now they're looking at their own lifestyles. What are they yeah. eating? Yeah. Absolutely, right? so, yeah. And again, just making small changes, but not yeah. having to get to that point of crisis, you know. And yeah. you know, one of the things that I teach on a lot is is that we all kind of deal with some adversity at some point or another. And that challenge that you faced, Kathy, forced you to change your habits and Mm -hmm. eat more healthfully. And I do believe very strongly that as we face these points of adversity, we have breakthroughs. We Mm. really grow from it. We learn from it. We can't learn from, you know, just a place of uh, complacency. We, we have to be sort of propelled, but I'm trying to uh, change that for people and help them change their habits and be healthier without having to go through yeah, such. Don't downfalls. wait till that crisis moment. Like, like when I lost right. my nursing, you know, when I couldn't read the paper or don't wait till, you know, I knew for a long time that I couldn't handle certain foods and I knew that, but I'm pretty stubborn. And so, <laughs> It always takes me and push comes to shove. Sometimes I just need a good kick. <laughs> and yeah, but you know what? It's been the best thing for me. I am so grateful. And I thank God. I honestly thank God every day for this whole gluten thing, because it literally has embellished my life. It embellished the lives of everyone around me, um, my family, my friends, my coworkers. And when I shine, I, I have no just who I am as a person everyone is going to um, re- reap the re- rewards of uh, my light. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're getting a good dose. <laughs> it's Bravo. No, it's true. And listen to you. I mean, you have such passion behind mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. it comes from experience, you know, and, and that's the whole yeah. point is that, um, you know, I really encourage people to experience some of these changes for themselves so that they can see the difference it makes for them instead of just not paying attention and, and just accepting the status quo you oh, can change anything change they do it's an automatic thing i think you know people don't like change they don't mm-hmm. like the getting their 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 routine you know uh, ruffled up or exactly you know, but if yeah. you're exhausted all the time and yeah. you really you know aren't spending quality time with friends or family because you're mm-hmm. so tired um what good is that so now it's time to pay attention and maybe change something again it doesn't have to be major life change it just needs to be small steps and so your small step was getting rid of gluten and what a difference that makes in your energy level and your health levels it changes everything and sure. so you know we each have to tune in to those aspects in our own lives that are problematic and be able to find uh, simple solutions. Again, sometimes I think we struggle too hard. We work too hard to try to make something, you know, fit in, but it it can be simple things, you know, maybe uh, for someone who wants to start eating more healthfully, just add some more colorful foods to your diet. You know, the, the, the rainbow of foods gives you more nutrition and a little better variety. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, simple changes make profound, big differences. And again, those timeouts are really one of my key secrets. I mean, I do it myself throughout the day. I will take time to just pause and kind of reset, regroup, especially like mid-afternoon. You know, we actually go through these uh, circadian rhythms where, you know, nighttime you get tired and so forth. But there's actually another rhythm in the middle of the afternoon that's a slump. 
and your biorhythms drop. And a lot of people, you know, grab the candy bars or the, you know, the high powered drinks and so forth to, you know, get through those, those slumps. But it's really a good time to take that three minute time out, pull over to the side of the road, close your eyes for five minutes and just regroup, reset, re-energize. And now you are will be amazed how much more capable you are in terms of whatever it is you're doing or want to be doing. So it just small things. It's not that big a deal to do that, but you have to plan it. So what I often recommend to my clients is to actually put it on their schedule. You know, like I have it in the middle of my afternoon. I have it come up on my smartphone. It's a calendar event. And so I'll just take a little pause right then. That's a good idea. And Hmm. then you take the time to do it. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors. Coming up. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada, she's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry, our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of and join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. I wanted to talk a little bit about your book. There's so many women who suffer from anxiety. And your book, Escape from Anxiety, Supercharge Your Life with Powerful Strategies from A to Z. What is that about? It sounds really interesting. So many of the different trainings that I've had, I've compiled into that book, but I put it in a very simple approach. So literally it's from A to Z and it's bite-sized, what I call interrupters that interrupt those patterns of stress and anxiety. And there's over a hundred in the book. So people can literally open to the letter C and just read some of the suggestions or go to M and read some of those suggestions and just pick and choose what resonates with them and what they can do, what will work for them. And some people who really want to do more transformational change, they'll read through the whole book and they'll underline all the different things that appeal to them to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's like an evaluation I offer at the end of the book that they can kind of look back and create kind of their own protocol for changing their life for made more major transformation. But what I really intended the book for is simple changes. So even if you just open the book to the middle and choose one thing to do, that one thing can make a huge difference in your life. And I believe that we are very um, intuitive about what we need uh, when we take a moment to do that. So I feel like if you did open the book, you will be guided to what you need. It'll just take you there. And so there's lots of different techniques, everything from the meditation to foods and hydration and um, just better habits. Uh, It's just a whole variety of different um, opportunities from movement to just, again, small changes in lifestyle. But if you did all of them, you would have major changes. And again, it's about that mindfulness. It's about really being more aware, like it took a while, Kathy, for you to realize, oh, wait, I need to eliminate gluten. So this kind of gives you little tastes of different things to try to see, okay, how does that work for me? Does that work for me? Can I do that? And the major 
advice is to really choose something that you can do consistently so that it becomes more sustainable. You know, I think so many times people go to the doctor to try to get the answers. And then, of course, physicians tend to hand out pills. Right. That does not do anything. That's a Band-Aid. It makes things worse. Instead of, like your book, going through what's going on and really grasping how to solve the problem. Absolutely. That is the key, getting to the source of the problem rather than just suppressing the symptoms, which is what yep. the pills do. Now, look, sometimes you you do need medication just to get you to a point where you can then address some of these lifestyle changes. But at the end of the day, there are, as you point out, Shelley, so many side effects to medications that sometimes that's even worse. <laughs> so my approach has always been I want to work with my own body first. Let me see what I can do. In fact, I had a motorcycle accident and I broke my collarbone. And I, my orthopedic surgeon wanted to put a plate in my shoulder. And I said, wait, wait, what other option do I have? And he said, well, you could just let it heal, but you'll have a bump. And I'm like, okay, so you want to do invasive surgery, put a plate in my shoulder, or I can just let it heal. And I did. I just let it heal. Mm-hmm. And I have a little bump. Who cares? Right. So we, the body wants to heal, but we have to give it the right elements to help it do what it really does naturally. We just yeah. have to support it. And that also goes with supporting ourselves with the right information. And I think so many people, especially since the pandemic, have been in search of answers because all of a sudden they were caught in this chaos. They're locked down. What do I do with my life? What the heck is happening? Coping skills, really, I think people realize we're at a deficit. Absolutely. And to me, on some levels, the pandemic actually gave people a chance to reset. Mm -hmm. They had to step out of whatever they were doing, by and large, most people, and really reevaluate what's important and what do I want to do? Yeah. And, you know, we had the big resignation and all of mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. But the point is that it gave us a chance to really look at our lives and now make different choices, possibly, and really reevaluate what do we want to do. And that's why I started out at the beginning talking about really looking at what you're passionate about, what is in your heart, and be more heart-centered in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be driven and to have aspirations and dreams, and that's great, but it's important to also be aligned with your inner self. Otherwise, everything you do will be in conflict, and it's very difficult then to really find the, quote, success that you think you want to achieve because mm-hmm. you're you're not working with everything that you are. And anyone who's listening to this right now has amazing gifts. And many people don't even realize how expansive they are and they haven't tapped into those gifts. So take a step back and start looking at what's really important. Tap into your own well of opportunity. People Mm -hmm. don't look at what's inside themselves. Peggy, you've got so much great insight here. Where do people find you? Because I know you've got a couple books and you have your podcast and you're a health and wellness expert at mylifewell.com. Where do people find you? So the best place is through my website, which is just peggysealfon.com. But if they go to the three minute to de-stress.com, and that's the numeral three, that will actually take them into my website. I have lots of other free programs as well as just uh, great information. Or if someone really wants some one-on-one coaching, I offer a half-hour private consultation to start with just to see, do we resonate? Can I help? Are you ready to move forward? And we can work together. That's wonderful. Now, how do you spell your name? People may not know how. So it's Peggy is P-E-G-G-Y. And the last name is like the animal, the seal, S-E-A-L. And then F as in Frank, O-N as in Nancy, Peggy Sealfon. Wonderful. You have so much to offer people. I'd say this is just what the doctor ordered. The doctor ordered. <laughs> no, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that you pull from things that are not necessarily Western medicine. 
I love Western medicine because it it does give certain stats of things, you know, testing and so forth, where you can kind of get a baseline. But Western medicine doesn't really get to the source of issues. Although I'm trained with Dr. Mark Hyman in functional medicine and functional nutrition. And his approach is looking at the source, looking at what got you to this point, whether you're 30 years old or, you know, 83 years old, what brought you to this point and looking at your history to really look at how did it evolve that you are where you are now and treating the whole person rather, again, than just going back and treating the symptoms. And the Eastern approach to me um, feels, you know, a little woo-woo to a lot of people, but it really takes you into that deeper, more expansive place within yourself where you can really tap into your intuition Mm -hmm. and really be more aware of who you are. And when you tap into that, that's where you find that amazing empowerment. And that's where miracles happen and magic happens. So I love working with the Eastern traditions because of what that delivers for people. You have tremendous insight and I really appreciate you being on the show, Peggy. I hope some people reach out to you because I think that you can really benefit them with all of your training and your insights. Thank you so much, Shelly and Kathy. It's really been fun to be with you today. Really enjoyed it. Yes. Oh, it's been it's been it's been really really interesting. And you know, I think a lot that we're I think we're on the same terms and everything that you've been saying. I've been paying really close attention to, and I feel like we're exactly you know we're walking the same path. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's great because it's uh, so if I'm inspiring all these people, I'm helping all these thousands of people and you're doing the same between the two of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're like some powerhouses. Well, that's <laughs> exactly yeah. that's how I feel, you know, and that's why I say when I, you know, I'm connected to these other coaches all over the world who are also walking this walk. I just feel very hopeful about our world because so many things that we hear and that we're seeing and that we're experiencing feel very negative and destructive. And when you realize, Kathy, you're here, I'm here, there's hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of other people who really care and are mm-hmm. heart-centered and are compassionate and are making a difference. And so, yeah, I agree. Let's just keep inspiring, keep spreading the yeah. and keep yep. making a difference. <laughs> That's what the world needs. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Shelley. Definitely check out Peggy Sealfon's website. And while you're there, check out Three Minutes to De-Stress. That's Three Minutes to De-Stress. You won't regret it. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info at tncradio.live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on tncradio.live. And don't forget, be sure to subscribe to our podcast of Women Road Warriors it's free. All of the material you hear on tncradio.live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of tncradio.live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at tncradio.live.